0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Diversity Hygiene Academy podcast series. This is podcast number 12 called Validation. My name is Lorinda Becker, and I'm the host today. We have Carol Calabrese as our presenter on this podcast. As part of the Diversity Hygiene Academy, you will have some slides on the topic, a video recording, an audio recording, and a quick narrative on the content. There are many different tools for you to use. Please feel free to sit back, listen, and learn.
1: A podcast about cleaning? What? Diversity Hygiene Academy podcast series.
0: So, Carol, welcome to Validation. We're so happy you're here today.
1: Thanks, Lorinda. Glad to be here.
0: Um, just a quick start off, kind of kickoff question, and, and I'll get the ball rolling here. But what, what is validation?
1: Well, simply speaking, validation is a method that is used to assess compliance with the cleaning process.
0: Okay. And then why why would I want to use it? You know, like, what do you use it for, I guess, is a better way to say it.
1: Well, validation is conducted to monitor the effectiveness of cleaning and disinfection. And it can be used in any type of setting, uh, in the food industry, schools, in healthcare, you name it. Studies have demonstrated that after a validation program is put into place, there's less transmission of disease. It's, it's a good tool um, that is used to, as a coaching and education, and it's not intended to be punitive.
0: Got it. And what type of programs are available?
1: Well there's two basic programs. One is conventional where we use just our eyes to to look and say oh gee is there a spot here or something here that was missed. But then there's a more uh, more enhanced programs that you can actually perform on a routine basis. You look at times that you want to measure, you might look at high touch surfaces. And this is a good way of collecting data to provide feedback as to how well the job is being done. It is goal-oriented and it's really a great tool uh, for a quality process program or process improvement program.
0: Okay, and so it sounds like that's a little bit more objective. So are there different types of them available as far as methods?
1: Yes, observation uh, is that basic type of program that we were just talking about. It is very subjective to the person that's doing it. Everyone has a different perspective of what clean is. Then there's the enhanced programs that we just mentioned that include fluorescent monitoring, ATP, and microbiological swabbing. All three of those are, as I said, a part of the enhanced processes. So there is the fluorescent marker, and uh, each of these have different pros and cons. So let's start with the fluorescent marker as far as the pros and cons. Uh So with that being said, um, the fluorescent marker is invisible to the naked eye. So the person that you're trying to coach or educate uh, isn't going to see where the marker was placed. And then they go in, they perform the cleaning and disinfection in whatever setting you're in. And then, say, the supervisor will go back with a black light to see if that marker was completely removed. If it was only partially removed, then they didn't do as good of a job as they should have. Then there's the adenosine triphosphate, and this is measured by relative light units. Depending on the manufacture of the unit, they may have a threshold of 250 relative light units up to 500. And this measures whether or not there is the presence of organic material there. And then last but not least, there's microbiological swabbing, which generally is not used on a routine basis because you don't get immediate results from that. Uh, it takes 48 hours to get those results.
0: Wow. That's quite a while. If you want to see if you you got it clean, is there like quick comparison? If if I wanted to do like a school or an office building or, you know, a, a non healthcare, because I, I think that last one you mentioned was a little bit complicated, but if you just <laughs> want to do a school or something, what, what what would you, you know, compare or what would be the best to
1: use? So, In my opinion i i like the fluorescent marker it is very easy to use it you do have to go back once you place it on the surfaces you do have to go back and look at it where the atp you're going to get quicker turnaround because they'll clean and disinfect you go in with the swab and put it in the, the meter, and you have the immediate results. Mm-hmm. But each of these do, ha- as I said, have pros and cons, where the fluorescent marker may be a little more labor intensive, but it's less expensive. In ATP, those swabs are pretty expensive, at about 250 per swab to use.
0: OK, if, if you compare the um, fluorescent marker to AP, ATP, I've got to say that right.
1: ATP. Um,
0: yeah, ATP, um, is there an easy way to tell, you know, if things are cleaned one over the other?
1: Well, again, with the fluorescent marker, you have a good success rate of looking at whether or not that marker has been removed. Typically when I perform fluorescent marker, if I see part of it left on the surface that I sprite or, or place the marker on, I don't count that area as being, as being completely cleaned. Then the ATP, um, there's a, a lower acceptance um, with this being used. I really like the fluorescent marker much, much better to determine whether or not the surfaces have been thoroughly wiped. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so like who does the actual validation?
1: It's actually a supervisor that will perform the validation. You know, if you ask somebody to perform validation on themselves, it's almost like the fox in the hen house. Uh So you really don't want them to do a self-assessment. A supervisor or a manager really should be performing this. Again, this is done to provide constructive feedback to your employees on how well um, cleaning and disinfection was performed. Got
0: it. And then, is there like, do you, how do you collect the data, or is there a way to compile it, or what do you what do you do with the information?
1: Absolutely. There's uh, several different ways you can create a tool for whatever setting you're in. You can uh, use an Excel spreadsheet, indicate what your high-touch surfaces are. You can put the area, the date, the time, and you can even indicate the employee that you're assessing. And again, this will help determine um, whether or not uh, you may need to go back and re-educate your employees. So it's not just an assessment of how well your employee is performing, but it could also be used to determine how well your orientation is being performed? Did you miss something? Do you need to reevaluate your orientation process? Did you educate everyone on those high touch surfaces so they know they have to pay particular attention to um, that particular surface?
0: Got it. So so what you kind of do is you have a list of surfaces, and then you go in and pre-mark them? in, in yes. that situation and then you go back and just say okay done not done done not done how, how do you how do you know if it was um if it was done
1: the best way to tell is whether or not you if you're using fluorescent marker if there's any when you use the black light do you still see some of the marking agent that you used if it's completely gone then they did a great job if it's partially gone to me, that's a fail. If it wasn't done at all, that's a complete failure. I don't give partial credit, is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> I like that. Well, maybe not if you're grading me, but. <laughs> <laughs> and and then, do you like you mentioned earlier that you use this kind of as feedback or training or improvement tools, not so much punitive? But do you? How do you do that? Do you do it kind of you know. Like, do you report it by object, or how, how are some ways you can report it?
1: Well, there's several different ways that you can report it. You can report it uh, by object. You mm-hmm. can report it by um, a specific area in your building. You can report it by employee. What I like is when you look at it by object, you can then say, hey, team, we're consistently missing this light switch. Talk to me about why we're missing the light switch. What is? Can you give me some insight as to why we're missing light switches or door handles? Or maybe you're not doing a good job on the rails, the handrails going up the steps. So that is a, a good way when you're looking at the data, you can say, we missed this 50% of the time. Mm -hmm. Or we did a great job getting that light switch because we hit it 90% of the time. And then when you're looking at the individual employees, you can determine what your threshold is uh, or your benchmark for what you want your employees to achieve. What is the expectation? Is it 75%? Is it 80 mm-hmm. percent? I think you need to keep striving for a higher target. And it almost becomes competitive with the employees because they all want to do a good job. And let's face it, we all have that little bit of competitive nature in us.
0: Right. No, I totally agree. And I think, you know, I, I always like the adage of, you know, what gets um measured gets managed and being able to like you know, to, to manage it, right? And, right? and being able to say, are we doing it? So kind of in summary, Carol, and this is really helpful, um, really useful information. And I can think about ways to utilize it in about any organization. Um, what would you kind of summarize as the key takeaways for validation?
1: Well, keep in mind again, there are four different methods and you really need to determine which method is gonna be most appropriate for the setting that you're in. You may even use a combination of them. Everybody does the visual, that's without a doubt, but you may want to consider a combination of both the fluorescent marker and ATP. Again, remember, this is for coaching. It's not intended to be punitive. And it's to help you assess how well your employees are doing and maybe also how well you're doing uh, with education of your employees. And you want to make sure that it's measurable and to use that data to be analyzed for opportunities for improvement. Assess where gaps might be and then what do you need to correct that, that gap.
0: Love it. That is awesome information. Well, Carol, thanks for joining us today on this podcast. And I think validation is it sounds like a wonderful objective way to um, really understand improvement, and also how to um, how, how to make sure the job's getting done. So thank you very much for being here.
1: Thanks for having me, Miranda.